I'm Thomas Shabbat, and you're listening to the Sense Call-Ups. From a non-nupple-vaccinated studio in the west end of the nation's capital, welcome to Season 10, Episode 7 of the Sense Call-Ups for Wednesday, January 26th, 2022. I'm Cardinal, Pan and Canuck are here as well. The Senators are almost out of players that haven't had COVID, so the Fates will have to find something else to go wrong with this team. Meanwhile, Matt Murray has been playing very well in the past few games. The team as the whole seems to be finding fewer ways to shoot themselves in the foot, uh, but we're still getting hurt by them, so we'll see how that goes. (laughs) (laughs) Boys, wasn't that trace of snow last week a good shoulder workout? Was it 48 centimeters? (laughs) Half a meter of snow? Yeah. 12 centimeters in an hour? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, for the out-of-town listener, we got all of our snow in two days. Yeah. 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 So forty-eight so, for for the folks who don't understand forty-eight centimeters, nineteen inches. So yep. my my neighbor is an O train driver. So oh. th- this is just big hit the button ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so the mon like the Monday we're supposed to snow a lot. I was like, okay, I'm going to get up at six thirty. I'm in my busy period of time work uh, of work now, so it's like I knew I'd be like at my desk all day, like for like twelve hours. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to beat him out there and I'm going to snow blow the whole thing as we do because it's shared laneway and everything mm-hmm. like that. Your, your Get laneway outside. is in very good shape. I have to give credit it's, where it's credit's all, in due. It's, all, yeah. it's really, really well mm-hmm. scraped. Yeah, did did you price. notice how the step was not? <laughs> yes, I did notice that. <laughs> your driveway is in way better shape than your street. My <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I think they've only came twice, uh, she said. And... <laughs> Okay. So yeah, so I get out there at six thirty in the morning. He, I guess he was already gone to work. All done. It's like okay. It's like so, let it build up. Go out, go to go outside again at ten ten in the morning. Um, now this is when school or school was online again, or I th- no, it was a snow day. That's snow day, I mean. mm-hmm. yeah. of course, it's typical. So I I look outside. He's shoveling, and his kids are using my side for like a slide thing. It's like. All right, it's fine. You built it. <laughs> right? so, yeah. So, all right, so that so that's fine. Check again at w- around eleven thirty. I just looked outside between meetings, but I had one starting. Poor guy's stuck outside in the street and got and he's trying to dig himself out. Oh no! Oh, it's gonna go help you, but I can't. <laughs> Sorry. Ouch. <laughs> but yeah, I did. I did do the snowblower. Once around two thirty or something like that, mm-hmm. whenever I had the mm-hmm. opportunity, and then on the Wednesday when it snowed again, he did it all again. Wow! So I think I've only been out there twice. So maybe. there's there should be a bottle of wine or something uh, being yeah. left in their mailbox. Yeah. Or, yeah, I think we got like a vanilla porter or raspberry, <laughs> or something we can <laughs> <laughs> shit that we don't want out of our fridge. 
But hey, thanks for the doni- d- donations. Mm-hmm. It's, Could it's, always it's, use some more, though. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well. The supply chain's impacting this fridge. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the okay. snow is actually really pretty when that happens. As long as you don't have to oh, drive yeah. or shuffle it. Correct. Yeah. And this is like, this work, it's like you got to work from home in January. I'm like, yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I had to go to work for noon on that day. Oh, and, boy. Uh, the snow plowing at my building had been through. Good. So I figured, no big deal. Drove out at uh, about 11. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Almost got high-centered in my own driveway. So I had to back back into the garage and shovel basically eight car lengths. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Quickly, so I'm not late. Uh, it was fine. The driving to work wasn't bad, except for the uh, jackknife buses everywhere. Uh, yeah. There wasn't much traffic, which was good. The snowplows could actually get out and, and get the roads relatively clean. There was at least one lane pretty much everywhere. Um, and by the time I was going home at half past nine, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Did you have a lot of customers in that day? It was quiet. It was yeah, very good, quiet. Good, good. Yeah. People actually did what they're supposed to. <laughs> it was nice. It was quiet. Could get a lot done. What, what's wrong with the little snowflake snowflake? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that was interesting. <laughs> so, anything else interesting going on? I've, I've had some fun up at the cottage snowmobiling a couple of weekends ago. Ice yeah. fishing. Yeah. The usual. Going again yeah. this weekend. I can't wait. Well, I think just like the Sens, we have two cops left that haven't gotten COVID. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I have my vacation canceled on me. Oh. I've been staying home, doing nothing for two months now. Three days before I'm about to leave on vacation. COVID. Yeah, Omicron. Presumed. The good thing it was Omicron. Presumed Omicron, Presumed anyway. Omicron. Yeah, anyway. So that sucked. I was pretty uh, bitter about Bummed? Yeah. Yes. The timing of it. I can imagine. Yeah. That said, now you have your God note, don't you? Well, yeah, I do. <coughs> Get out of jail free card for the next <laughs> 90 days. <laughs> oh, I see. Fair enough. So you can be irresponsible is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> what? If you want. Well, you can be irresponsible. I mean, I'm, I'm, be yeah. irresponsible? Yes. Well, yeah, irresponsible. Yes. Yes. irresponsible. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, it was very unfortunate timing. Uh I wasn't, it wasn't even because of me. It was my, my teenage daughter that kind of brought it into the house and yeah, it sucked. Well, it's terrible time. It's certainly ripping through work for me. The, uh, oh, is it a, eh? oh, yeah. now my experience of it was three days of fatigue. Um, luckily that's I would, good. Yeah. I'm I would call it like, uh, people say it's like a bad cold. Well, it's like a medium cold with the fatigue. Um, it was fine. Um, and then after that I was okay. Yeah. So I'd hear it. Um, yeah, I mean, if it was not my busy period, knowing that that was your your symptoms, I probably would have prepared and then <clears throat> done a chicken pox party with you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't break <laughs> I, fever. I honestly think that some people have broken fever and that kind of stuff. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, give, anyway. given the side effects I've had from yeah. vaccinations, I'm in no rush to actually experience the real thing because that would be a little worrisome, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know how I would react yeah. to it, but mm. I think you're also close to the optimal point well yeah i was because like three weeks after i had been boosted, boosted so yeah um so i was kind of happy that the timing kind of worked out that way but true anyway so anyway i canceled my two weeks vacation and <laughs> on the last possible day and, yep. and pushed everything as much as i could to mid-february and we'll, we'll try again and now you join the truckers to be like open up everything because it doesn't impact me right yeah, exactly those, those truckers <laughs> speaking of them um 
Yeah, they're gathering up at the Antrim truck stop on Friday afternoon, you know, in Arnprior. Oh, let's do it. Yep. Um, guess what I have to drive past to get up to the cottage? There. Yeah, so I'm going to be going up the Quebec side. <laughs> I'm just going to avoid... Well, they're going to go the other way, though. Well, I'm going to go up the Quebec side, exactly. I'm not going up the Ontario side. But There's they'd be coming towards the city, right? Jason Spetzer. Well, they'll be coming towards the city, but if there are a bunch of people going out to meet them and tell them how wonderful what they're doing is, it could be a complete dog's Ooh. breakfast right around White Lake Road. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to avoid all of that. And, yeah. Because I really want to get up to the cottage and get away from all that sort of thing. Because downtown, where I live, will be a mm-hmm. complete dog's breakfast this weekend if they drive into downtown. Yeah. They've I only, mean, now they've done quite a bit of snow clearing. No, this is really the irony hockey, is like, but uh, um, I, I don't know what they're going to accomplish because they're going to accomplish nothing. Th- they're not sitting in parliament right now. No nope. government isn't so government wouldn't care anyway. It, it's it, about Harry said they don't care. It's about uh, exposure. It's about getting yeah exposure in press, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, and you that, take a bunch of trucks into a city like. It's going to just gridlock it. Exactly. That's the point. That's the point. And I mean, they've been doing a lot of snow clearing in downtown because if they'd been doing this on, say, uh, let's see, today's Wednesday, if they'd done it last weekend, (laughs) it would have been really, really bad because there were a lot of lanes of streets in downtown that just weren't there. They were full of snow. But they've been doing a lot of snow clearing in downtown. So at least it, it will be passable. They won't be getting stuck, which is good. We have a lot of games to talk about. I guess. And stuff. Now, some of the games we're going to... We're going to go through the games pretty quickly because there are a lot of them, but there's other things we can be talking about before we do. Quick housekeeping. Uh, email is podcast at sensecollops.com. The forums at sensecollops.com. There's still game threads. There's still bingo going on. I finally got my first bingo of the year last night. Yay. Hey. Uh, the waiver wire sponsored by Netphone Canada is one eight four four S C U S E N S. Um, Let's go. Game on! Should get Alex to uh, record a train horn for us because uh, it'd be at least three or four times as long. Oh, well, it goodness. is, but it's just not long enough, right? <laughs> I thought he said he doesn't oh, control it anymore. He is right now. Oh, he is, oh, he is? Okay. Yeah. Um, before we start, one quick uh, reference. Oh, yes. Tonight is brought to you by Coffin Ridge. Resident, I can't even read this. Resident Evil. Forbidden no. Pink. Raspberry Arsenal Wicked something or other. <laughs> uh, I'm not familiar with them as a brewery, but I'm familiar with them as a winery. I've actually had their, I think it's called Back from the Dead. Red? Mm-hmm. It's quite good. I quite enjoyed that one. Yep. Sorry. Off topic. <clears throat> That's fine. Forbidden it's, pink. It is very nice. There's a joke there. She's but... on here. Um, okay. Uh, so eight eight games. So just to simplify things, don't worry, listener. I threw it all into Excel. Perfect. We have a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. A one. <laughs> <laughs> we won some. We lost some. So, sends at Leafs. Just a score six nothing loss. Sends at Flames, 4 nothing win. Sends at Oilers, 6-4 win. Sabres at Sens, 3-1 loss. Bullshit. Yeah. 
Zenzit Penn's 6-4 loss came back on that one. I that think. was a big comeback game. That's right. It was a big right. comeback. So good thing because if this was Guy Boucher, they just roll over and say, oh, we lost this game, so let's rest it as a weapon. Zenzit Caps 3-2 overtime loss. Which was a very well-played game, except for the first eight minutes of the third period. Yep. But again, if you look at it, <coughs> excuse me, as an aggregate, you lost to the Capitals in overtime. Yeah. Not yeah. You got a point out of the Capitals. You're you got a to point in Josh. Washington. That's right. And if, if you start to complain about Josh Norris, wake up. Sends at Blue Jackets, 2-1 win. Sabres at Sens. This was a fun one. 5 nothing. Mm-hmm. Fun one with some <clears throat> tempering of the enthusiasm, yeah. which we'll get into. So, goalie summaries, they were all bad, and then they were all good. You remind me what happened with that Sabres at Send where it was a 3-1 loss. It was 1-1, so and then one something happened. One of them happened. clobbered Brandstrom, and there was a big scrum. Oh, yes, yes. And then only, yes. jo- only Josh Brown, for some reason, the one guy that should be in the scrum, is trying dick- to skate up the dicking ice. Dicking around with the puck. Gets it stolen. The guy comes in and breakaway scores. Yeah, I remember that now. And they didn't was, blow. Were, they didn't blow the play did, dead. Didn't blow the play dead with a scrum of eight players and yep. an official in the mix trying to stop him. It was the one of the linesmen, I believe, was in there trying to stop the scrum or try to separate players. Leon, boys. Yeah. At least to to like DJ Smith said afterwards, like, well, you know, that's on us. We we didn't we had to play the whistle, but yeah. Well. Play but it is garbage. Like you blow things dead a lot sooner than that for other things. Seems when to be, about to score. Seems to be a yeah. lot of garbage officiating in Sens Sabres games. Because hmm. hmm. last night happened last night. The not, well, early nothing. whistle for Skinner. Well, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the no call, no penalty on the play for uh, Dell for um, Dell on uh, Batherson. No, he got an interference call. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I think. Did he? No, I don't know. there was I no call so. on that play. I, I'll look up the game. <laughs> if anything, probably no, Batherson got an interference call. Goal interference. <laughs> well, if it had been the other way around, won. if it had been him interfering with Dell, you know he would have got interference penalty. Yeah, I don't think there was one. I honestly, no, I think don't. you're right because he got one against Dell. Got one against Nashville. Yeah. Granted, that one was that one was hilarious, but nope. Yeah, he ran a pick. It was garbage. Um, and news from today, he got suspended for three games. Hooray, deserved. So, last goaltender to get suspended. I don't know if you heard this on the broadcast or not. Yes. Textile? No. No, no, no. we've had him on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a suspension he never actually, never actually served. Right. <laughs> he's never played a game since then. Yeah. Noodles. Little Jamie McLennan. There we go. Um, so in these games, all eight of them, who do you guys think led the team in total points? Tyler Ennis. Uh, no, I would say, I'm really tempted to say Batherson, but I'm actually, Norris? I'm actually going to say Formanton. Nice. Formanton. <clears throat> Finally. Two goals, five assists. Finally. Seven points. In eight games. I mean, he's always in the equation and just never finishing, so it's good to see him he's got some this, production. He's got speed, he's got tenacity, and his his production is coming around. It's like, okay, yeah. so we waited on you, and you're turning out very nicely. Let's just keep the ev- evolution going. Because he's moved from somebody who plays occasionally to being a regular fourth line. Now he's a regular second line. Second right or now. third line. Yeah. Yeah, they put him up with Stutzel. 
And a PK. Move Paul down. Mm-hmm. And then Stutzler's just been that much better. Yeah. It's a development season. Oh, my God. Yep. It's that w- said, if Formington's on your third line, perfect. I wouldn't mind. Perfect. Especially that he can kill penalties and he's got his speed to go up on shorthanded, just like Vermette did. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad. I'm Not pleased. Bad. Second place, my boyfriend, Drake Batherson, four goals, one assist. Pretty much sounds like that. So All-star boy. Points. All-star boy. That's right. Got called to the All-star, <clears throat> All-star game. And isn't going um, now he's because not going. he's injured. Brady's going, thank God. That's a good choice. I mean, it's a logical yep. one. Well, and you know, he's going to be ver- vocal about that, I'm sure. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. Not not against Dell, but just like this would be really nice if Drake would be here. I've already got my chance. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I get to hang out with Mark Stone again. <laughs> <laughs> Karaoke. <laughs> Uh, next up, according to Brent Wallace, has been a very disappointment, a big disappointment in the last nine games because he hasn't scored and he still hasn't scored. Brent Wallace hasn't scored? Sorry. Yeah, ne- Brent ne- Wallace was just like, yeah, this is the player's ice cold and goal scored. Oh. Your captain, Brady Kachuk, zero goals, five assists. Oh. Okay, so he's not scoring, but he's setting people up. All right. Right. All right? Yeah. Where's the problem? Uh, okay. You've got to be negative. Um, oh. uh, the other guys. Stuzel's got two goals and three assists. Um, Adam, Adam Gaudette. <laughs> Always forget who he is. Not exactly sure who he is. He's the one we got from Vancouver. He was the... that No, sorry. He was Vancouver. He was a waiver pickup from Chicago. But he was the one in Vancouver who brought COVID to COVID the team, to wasn't it? Okay. Correct. That's what I thought. <laughs> so, the, the Sens version of Canuck. <laughs> Ouch! Wow! <laughs> One goal, four assists. That was harsh. And of course, Tyler Ennis just kind of jumped up last night. He had a hot night. Good for him. Sell high. Three goals, one assist for him. Nick Paul's got two and one. Chris Tierney, he's still on the team. Don't really notice him. Three assists for him. Josh Brown has three assists. Trade him. Uh, Shabbat, one and two. It's kind of hard to score when you're doing everything else with the team. And M- Murray's been good except getting injured and can't play against Pittsburgh. Yeah, if he's got the tum tum ouchies, and it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tum tum ouchies. Tum tum ouchies. Could you dumb it down there? Hey, me tum tum. Hey. Ouchie. Came back and played very well the next game. He sure did. Three two overtime loss. He's been playing very when he's he been has. playing. He's been playing very well. What's all that time in Belleville that he? <laughs> I'm happy to hey, see him playing well. You know, ha- sometimes you, 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 sometimes you give him the carrot, sometimes you give him the stick. You like the stick? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Unlike <laughs> Russell, sometimes you're the monkey, or sometimes you're the frog. A little bit different. <laughs> <Yeah. than that. laughs> okay, moving on from that. Yeah. So uh, Sanford's two goals, one assist. Connor Brown, who also has a broken jaw, he's going to be up for a while. Yeah. So yeah. that's two right wingers. I think our top two right wingers are gone. He got a broken jaw from a shot in warm-up warm versus up, Calgary. Right. And then, then he, he played, played the game. Yeah, he scored and everything. Uh, Josh Norris has two. Zub has two. You don't need your jaw to play. Well, maybe Josh Norris has one, three because I put Norris two and then Norris one. Who knows? It's free, guys. Just wire it shut and play. And then Holden, Brandstrom, Watson, which I wrote down as Warson. That's not a guy. Watson and Thompson. So. Thompson. Lassie. Lassie Thompson. With an assist. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, he doesn't have a goal yet. Yeah. No, that's just all the points for, for now. Ah, okay. So, 
And Thompson was playing up with uh, Shabbat, I think, last game. Yes, he was. Since Branstrom now has COVID, so we have two left, I think, on the team. Which Who's left? Are Brady? Brady and Zub. Now, if you're COVID, are you going to go after Brady and Zub? I don't think so. <laughs> They'll come back after you. Ah, exactly. Yep. It's like <laughs> the Kachucks don't catch COVID. COVID catches the Kachucks. <laughs> or the Roundhouse Because Matthew hasn't had it either. <laughs> um, yeah, Branstrom's been playing much, much better. Yes. Good. Getting yep. lots of minutes. So for, I thought that they were going to showcase. He's playing his off side, which he prefers. prefers. And that way he can play with Shabbat. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. What a great idea. Yep. Thank you. Let's keep that up for a while. Now, not necessarily your, your general top defensive pairing for all the time. No. But, but you know, on power play. It's working. Put them it's, on it, power play. It's you working for both of them. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, actually, especially now with ba- uh, with well, Batherson out, you're gonna need what? a shot from the from the point. That would work. We'll see. Then you don't have to like use up all your forwards right in, on the four one in the power play. Well, uh, who Go are we gonna call two? up for another? I mean, we Sokolov. have Sokolov. I was gonna, Sokolov. Sokolov will probably get called up, but we have at least. Uh, we we've got enough bench players. Yeah. <laughs> really, bench players. We have, well, is that on, a football term? On the ta- on the taxi squad, there are other center slash right wingers. We, we can even have on taxi squad. Uh, Clark, Clark, Clark Bishop. Uh, sure. Development team in the development year. Well, Colin White was skating though. Heard that. That's kind of a nice. Um, well, was I don't remember what the timeline was on his injury, but I mean, if he's March? skating, that's good. It's a good start then. If he's already skating now, March? yeah. <coughs> I don't him. mind it. Yep. So it'd be nice to get him into in a couple of games because we don't have a rookie anymore, so it's good to have like a golden retriever on the team. <laughs> and that seems to be what Colin Waits' role is. A golden retriever? Yeah, he, the players a, love He's him. a happy dog? Yep. Okay. I'm fine. Yep. Hey, if he can get back into games, no issue. Yep. Don't know what they're going to do with him on his contract because I don't think you'd... Well, granted, other teams have bought players out and brought them back, which is, I think, is BS. It's but, a, there's no rule against that. You can buy them out and bring them back. You're not supposed to be. Hey, if your company fired you and give you a package, then hired you back, would you do it? Yeah, but they actually do have to wait. It's this <coughs> many years. Oh. Yeah. But Michael Stone did that with Calgary. Oh. I thought them. That said, I don't think we don't have much room for him anyway. We'll see. I mean, we'll That's see what happens okay. in the offseason. I mean, there may be somebody else who they want to buy out instead. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Calling it like it is. Oof, not bad. A couple of quick notes from the Edmonton game. I know we're going back a few. I just had a couple of notes, don't which I thought fine. might be interesting. Um, Edmonton is bad. <laughs> Shabbat played 11 more seconds than, for had 11 more seconds time on ice than Darnell Nurse. So he's not the only player being overplayed out there mm-hmm. these days. 11 seconds difference. Oh, you're right. Because Dirk. I, I just thought that was because we're always saying that he has so much ice time. And yeah, it's him and Darnell Nurse. Yeah, they're both getting just tons and tons. I think yeah. they're one and two in the league for wow. average time on ice for defensemen. Yeah, but the, the defense on both teams yeah. is not stellar, which is why. But in that game, the Senators were 0 and 14 after tra- when trailing after two periods, and Edmonton was 12 and 0 when leading after two periods. What was the we score broke, after two we periods? <laughs> Ottawa was losing. Okay. Uh, we won. Well, that's right. We came back. <laughs> we came, oh, we back, came back and back won. And won. Yeah. yeah. 
Too bad you weren't watching that one. You dropped in the hell. <laughs> that was God. the six four win. Yeah. I think they were down four. I'm pretty sure I was in bed. Yeah, you totally would have prop betted that. Oh. <laughs> you did well on football. Was it football that you did well on? Oh, gosh. Uh, Saturday. Last Saturday of football. <laughs> oh, yeah? In the wild card? On the Saturday. Oh, sorry, the Saturday. Championship. I, I, uh, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I picked them over, uh, gosh, I forgot what they were. Who were they playing? It was uh, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, yep. And then I picked uh, San Francisco over Green Bay. And the only reason I picked those guys was because the odds were like just so crazy. They against were them. crazy. The Bengals one was insane. It was like fifteen uh, 40, to one. No, 49ers was the bigger really one for me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was almost three to one. Almost. That's what happens when you don't get vaccinated. Dude, are you talking about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Oh, like, where are you going with that? <laughs> where are you going with that? Sports players are mostly Neanderthals, anyways. You don't usually follow them for their intellectual wit. Unfortunately, people do. Just remember, George Paros was a graduate of Princeton. There are the exceptions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Now, what is the allowed attendance at the CTC for a game right now? Is it 500 or 1,000? I think it's 500, and they're like, never mind. Oh, really? They're not letting anybody in at all? Well, there's zero fans, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So the other thing, too, is that like everybody who's in attendance... We'll eat up a lot of those spots. Yeah, because it's not a thousand fans or five hundred fans. It's now then you're going to have to get security. You got to pay them. Oh, so you're 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 it's it it becomes even less effective to have anyone in. Okay, so there were there there's nobody at all. Okay, I I was I wasn't sure it wasn't going. It wasn't worth the time. The numbers are. I just keep hearing so many different things. That's why I was going. I have no idea how many people are. Well, you get the fans to like double shift or do something like. Pan could be like the goal judge. They're just going. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you pay per. Uh... Well, just make all the concessions self-serve. Yeah. What could possibly Vending go wrong? Vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> self-serve popcorn. Just stick your hand in and grab now, your Now, I don't know if the concessions are going to be allowed open when you get back to this either. Mm, that's a good Because question. then, well, I guess you haven't been to the game, but you've definitely seen it on TV. So people have masks. They just aren't wearing them. They're not wearing them. It's like, oh, I'm actively eating. Well, aren't restaurants opening again next week? Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a little. But easier. you sit at your table with your group. I don't have people behind me breathing on my neck. Ah, uh, so they should tell every second or third row, and then. And that's the other thing too. If it's half capacity, it's not like spaced out half. It's just yeah. They just they genuinely the just wherever you're sitting, you're sitting right. Yeah. Okay. Now I didn't think about your idea, can Eric and all of. Why don't you just go sit somewhere else? Like, all right. You can. Absolutely. You can. I would. <laughs> That's yeah, just me. You, you could just go sit someplace quiet. I'd sit up in a corner where there is nobody. Mm-hmm. And there'd be it's lots of that, spaces. That's probably going to be what a lot of people will do. Maybe. Some will. Some won't. Some like, yeah, some people don't care. Some people are like, oh, I can be down close like to the ice. man over here, he thinks that he can just do anything now. Well, for a couple of months, I can't catch the same variant, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope not. You better hope not. You better hope not. That's all. Now... Don't worry, there's new ones coming. <laughs> there are, there's like two ones. At the beginning, I believe it was at the beginning of January, when they brought out, there were like a week, 10 days ago, when they brought out the new schedule, there were 53 games left on the schedule. Mm-hmm. And there were approximately 100 and change days left. So it's basically 53 games in 103, 105 days, whatever it was. Um, last year's schedule was 52 games, and it ended on May 10th. 
And it started around about the same time, beginning of January. So we're ending two weeks sooner, April 29th. Oh, this, this is going to be a record for injuries this year, isn't it? Well, it de- I think it depends how you use your taxi squad. And the, for some of them, for yeah. some of them, the Sens have enough organizational depth. But like, but they'll could, ride Shabbat to the sun, which is just asinine. Yes. Um, but you don't. <laughs> like, well, don't. I was going to say maybe some games you go the the, the tragic eleven and seven. Well, I was going to say, are, do you do you think that I, I like your idea? By the no, way, I'm running of, three goalies too. Well, are you going to hold some players out of games completely, or are you just going to go with your? We're going to reduce your minutes. Well, this is where eleven and it depends. Okay. Because if you're reducing someone's limits, you're raising somebody else's. True, but I mean, but like, well, who are who the are idea of a taxi teams? squad is? You have some players sitting out when other players come in. Are you going to sit Brady Kachuk? Are you going to sit Stim Stutzler? Are you going to sit? Thomas they, sh- they should. I so that you limit their minutes, but then you might take a Chris Tierney. It's like, all right, you're come out, flip out, or yeah. I mean, there's lots of players you can flip out, but the people yeah. who you're putting in, are you going to give them more minutes to compensate? That's my one worry about that. Is that yes, you're moving them around, but you're shuffling the deck chairs by moving people in and out, people in and out. But so the, in in reality, your primary, you both. are you going to be? Are you going to take like, some of them out? For a meaningless game against Buffalo in January, for example. Okay. Or no. <laughs> and then see what happens. What could possibly go wrong with Drake Bassett like, playing? I was going to bring up the. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, that had nothing to do with the minutes played or anything? Well, no. Not in this particular game. No. Game center. But let's just take a look at like, who. What are some of the low minutes? By the way, the organization is finally starting to credit back games. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, for example, the next two games. Uh, Thursday and Saturday, I believe, are home games, and I've got the email, and as well as last night, that uh, they're just going to put the credit back on your account. The yeah, season for ticket next holders. Year, for next oh, okay, year. For, for next for, year, for, for whatever, on your account, for yeah. whatever you want to use it. So well, if no, you want for it, next year, if you want to buy next year, I should say. I mean, it's kind if of you a, want a jersey, you can use it for that. Yeah. Oh, like, really? You yeah, yeah. you could go use it on food or jersey or something, or sure, tickets but. later this year if there's a game you wanted to take a whole family to. So sure. you have two Correct. season tickets, so you could get six for that one. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so la- last night, Dylan Gambrell played three minutes and five seconds. That's because he got hurt. All- he got hurt. Oh, he did. He got hurt That's in the first right. period. By okay, the goalie, right? I was right? wondering what it was. <laughs> By Dell as well, right? <laughs> okay, so okay, so even at that, so we're missing two two forwards. Adam Gaudet had 10 minutes and 38 seconds. So, again, not necessarily the the best game because we were missing two forwards. Mm-hmm. But they're guys... Especially NHL players, it's not like oh, I I get beat up after eight minutes. No, most guys can play fifteen forwards at least. Yeah, well, the four that we were down to eleven forwards four minutes into the second period. Yeah, Ouch. yeah. So again, not 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 the best example. No, but this is where proper use of taxi squad can really help you out. But who's in taxi right now? I'm trying to bring this up here. Taxi. So our taxi squad has three, three. guys, no goalies. No. I'd rather have Gus play, anyways. Um, then, like it's Belleville's right there. So three, three guys, and we can go up to six, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. So if you're going on the road, just load it up, rot- rotate them. That's fine. And they're not paid NHL money if they're on the taxi squad. If they're on a two-way contract, I think they are. But let's, you know, just, these guys, 
They, they don't hit the cap. They don't hit the but cap. But I think they're still paid the NHL. If they're paid the AHL, then it doesn't make sense to not load it up when you're on the road. I agree. NHL, I... fine, but you, you got to invest in yourself, right? And, and this is... What is the status of Angus Crookshank? I know he's injured. I don't think he's back. He's not going to be back for a while yet? I don't think so. Because we have, I mean, I'm looking at the people who are on injured reserve right now. Colin White, Nikita Zaitsev, Connor Brown, White, Shane Pinto. I forgot about Zaitsev. Uh, Connor Brown, Shane Pinto, Scott Sabre, Angus Crookshank with season White, opening. Scott Sabre. And then the taxi squad would be Mark Kastelik, Clark Bishop, and Dylan Hetherington. Yep. So center, center, and left defense. Well, they could add a few more to that. But, I mean, it all depends on what they Bell, want to... Belleville's down the road. Belleville's down the road. I mean, they're close by. It's not like... Well, they called up um, uh, Gustafson to play in uh, Buffalo because Matt Murray had stomach trouble. So he actually had to, get from, he had to get from Belleville to Buffalo. Buffalo for game time. And he only arrived basically... Was that in Buffalo or was it here? I think that was here. Was that here? He only... Where was that game? Yeah, maybe it was here. It was basically... He only got to the game in time for... Like, it was after the warm-up, basically. He got there to be the backup. I remember Leonard driving to Chicago from Binghamton. That's a bit of a drive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was wild. Welcome to the U.S. interstate system. I hope it's not snowing. Yike. Well, so there's lots. (laughs) Like, again, we've got the depth for it. Like, you want to see Castlet? Fine. Sure. Okay. Good. I'd rather see Salkov myself, but he's a winger. He's not a center. Yeah. But I'd but like... we'll see. I don't think Salkov's having that great of a year. So. No, but maybe a change of scenery might help. Maybe. You never know. Um, quick other senators notes. Um, Jake Sanderson is going to be playing for Team USA at the Olympics. Good for him. And he That's is exciting. Yeah. Big opportunity for him, especially after he couldn't play at the uh, World Juniors because the World Juniors got canceled. Mm-hmm. So happy for him for that. Postponed. He he's also. Great. We'll see if if they play in the summer. Freaking great. That'd be interesting. that would be great. Yeah, be to, they'd have to pop that out before the draft too. So in the late spring, early summer. Yeah? Actually, I don't really think you'd do because there's like two guys that aren't drafted. But we'll see. Um, he's also been um, nominated for the Hopi Baker, which would be a mm-hmm. very big deal. Which shows how good he is. Very cool. Who was playing for the Senators? Who was Hobie Baker? And he factored. God, God, uh, no, wasn't God, yeah. was it? Yeah, he's yeah, a Hobie really? Baker winner. Oh. No, this was like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. We were at a game, and he factored in on like every, every point, single power play point goal, goal, goal for, and against. for and against. Yeah. <laughs> well, he likes to be even. There's nothing wrong with that. Communist. There was a. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, it's gonna be one of those nights. Um, there was a fun, a fun, lighthearted story. We need lighthearted stories once in a while. It's about Michael Del Zotto being the AHL. Uh, no, actually, I was going with the fan who got a tattoo of Norris <laughs> on his stomach in exchange for a signed jersey. And he didn't get the jersey, though. Not yet. Apparently, it is, it's, it's supposed to be coming, but it, it hasn't got it yet. So. That's going a little far. I think. So my Just thing be, is, is, especially if I'm Josh Norris or the Senators, Nor- Norris or the Senators. I mean, like, here's your jersey. Can you just kind of keep quiet about this stuff? Because the last thing you need is 200 people getting fucking player faces tattooed on their bodies. 
Well, it is a weird thing. Stuff. Like, it is a weird thing to do. Yeah. Very weird. Folks, if you're willing to get the Sens call-up logo tattooed on your body, you can be a guest on our show. <laughs> <laughs> Not on your body, just on your face. <laughs> oh. We need, we, need, we need it for the visibility. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Sure, why not? Yeah, it's like, what is it, boxers? Was it boxers or MMA fighters that would get, like, um, sharpied on ads on their bodies? Well, they would have them all over their... Well, some would be on, on their the bodies. Some would be on their on their actual trunks and that sort of thing. Yeah, sure. the trunks. Boxers, too. That is, it's just kind of funny. Golden Palace was around for ages. Golden was it Golden Palace? That's the April people. It was, it was some something Palace. It was a online casino. Something Palace, oh. I don't know which was. They were trying to get it on everybody's uniform for a while. I don't even know if they're still around because I don't care about that <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, you wanted to talk about pending UFAs and RFAs. Yeah. So so since we're midway through the season, I don't know. Oh, roughly. It's uh, something to do. Norris is RFA, right? Yes. That's a big one. Yeah. That's the big one. I don't anticipate a problem. He'll get I signed. Either. I don't anticipate oh, I a problem. Just if, please don't wait till free on September 30th. Just get it done. So the RFAs. You've got to distract with something. The RFAs up uh, would be Formanton, yep. Norris, Gaudette, Gambrell. Those are the RFAs. The RFA Uf- forwards, yeah. Yeah. The, the UFA forwards would be Sanford, Nick Paul, and Tyler Ennis. Hmm. I would redo Paul and Ennis. I would redo Paul. I would redo Paul. I'm I Zach Sanford, I'm sort of me replaceable part. Like I'm not trying to be nasty, but Yeah, like, I think he's kind I'm of to- I am totally yeah, he's replaceable. And again, I said I just keep Paul. Three points in eight games. I would keep Nick Paul because he's a useful player. Yes. He can play. He's doing very well on very. on the penalty kill as well as he's on power play two, I believe. He's oh, playing well five on he's, five. He's like, the kind of player who will stay under the radar until it'll be like a playoff game, and all of a sudden he'll be the one with the like it stands out in a game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, yep. like, or like a gold medal game at an international tournament or something. Where <laughs> he and Connor Brown scored, yeah. yes, he just yep. he's that kind of player. So for me, if he's a f- and I had. People argue with me. He's like, no, he's a second-line player. Like, no, he's a second-line player. If he's a, your fourth-line center. That's a good problem. That's, that's, a, that's a good thing. damn good. That's a great fourth-line center to have. That's yes. damn good. And how much does he make now? 1.3. 1.3. He doesn't really deserve or need much of a raise. He's probably not looking for much of a raise. I think he would probably. If I think he'd go term. Go term rather go than money. Three years, something like that. One and sure. a half to two max. Sure. Right? So Good. then you got like Nick Paul, and you, can, and you can put him on the wing too. Ridley Grieg, Austin Watson. That's a hell of a fourth line. You also have Angus Cookshank to put in there somewhere. I love it. <laughs> but I'll be pa- I'll be patient. 13th yeah, player. That's fine. But uh, that would be a very, very hard fourth line to play against those three. Yeah. That would that would be the that's kind a, of fourth line that would drive a Tim top Stutzel line crazy. draws penalties. That line will drop them. That line, that kind and of they line, can keep up. Yeah, they would drive people crazy because they can keep up and they would be so annoying to play against because they can keep up and they would just stifle yep. and be annoying. Who was it who threw the shoulder out? Was that Greg? No, that's Shane Pinto. Pinto. Damn. But I've got him as third line. Damn it, Pinto. So your top two centers would be? Norris Tuzel. 
Nora Stutzler. Okay. Stutzler's just totally sold me on it now. I think Farmington's helped that. You were not sold on that earlier this year, so I'm very He's happy to hear He's still not this. taking the penalty. So his play up and down is just amazing. He used to get knocked down a lot. Hasn't been happening. Who's this? Stutzler. Oh. Yeah. Stutzler! He's a little... He's a little... Uh, still a little fancy. That's he's, fine. Uh, so he's exciting to watch. No, the reason you notice that is because he doesn't really have much to pass to. Yeah. Especially with Connor Brown out. Well, it'll come around. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, flipping Formington and Paul was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I'm, brilliant. I'm good with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like Gambrell, Gaudet, whatever. Where's uh, where's <laughs> Numbnuts at that LA picked? Instead of Stutzla. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Yeah, the second overall player, Quentin Byfield, yeah, who's a tree. <laughs> who's a tree? He's giant. Oh. Yeah, how's he doing? Uh, I think he's been up and down between the HL and NHL. Hmm. LA seems to be a... Well, yeah, their center depth is pretty pretty deep now, too. Well, just to continue with the UFA RFA question. On defense, mm-hmm. the RFAs would be uh, Brandstrom and Mete... Uh, goodbye, Victor. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, just... but goodbye. And the UFAs would be Nick Holden and Josh Brown. Nick Holden, keep. I, like I would keep Nick Holden. Yep, I've I'd been very Holden. pleased with his play. Very pleased. And he's one point two. He's young. Oh no, he's not. Uh, Sorry, Nick he's thirty four. One point seven. Oh, sorry, I'm reading the wrong line. Oh, that's okay. Derp. That's okay. Yep. He's not young. He's 34, so his, his, but he, he's, he's playing I, just I fine. I've not noticed it. He's been playing just fine. I've so. not noticed it. Josh Brown has not been on the team for a while now, anyways. I noticed Josh Brown on that game in Buffalo. Is it, yep. Yep. When he's <clears> doing <throat> the opposite of what he sh- should be doing. I'll deke around everybody. Yep. Man, if you can get Formington at two or three million... I wouldn't mind because he's you, at an I'll entry give you level. Eight years, yeah, I'll give you eight years at three mil. I believe in that kid so much. Um, yeah, obviously Forsberg will be gone at some point. I would presume so. Now, with him gone, would you bring up Gus. um, Gustafson and leave um, Derp? Yeah, uh, so weird. Sogard. Sogard's been playing very well in both. Oh, has? Yes. Good, good. Yes. Because I know he struggled at the beginning. Um, well, like I said, our goalies were bad, then good. <laughs> and Marilinen's down in the... I have no idea how Marilinen is playing down in... Um, Kingston? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. I haven't been well, keeping you, up with the OHL. Even in that, you still got Mandelisi that you bring up to the AHL for next year. Mandelisi yep. Sogard. Well, I'm fine with Gus. I like him. He's, he's, he's tailed down a bit. He's, he's, he's tailed okay. off a little bit, but you That's know what? Okay. That's okay. I, Get a better team in front of him. Too. Philly franchise. Well, the problem, I, I was going to say, some of I, both <laughs> both Forsberg and Gustafsson have had some games that were more than not great, but the games where they're playing not particularly well, a lot of the time, the, time, the team in front of them is neither. Yeah. So I wouldn't hang it all on them. Everybody has their off day. It happens. So goaltending. We don't have anything to complain about. Finally. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. My one complaint about goaltending actually isn't with Ottawa. I really wanted Craig Anderson to play for Buffalo, but he's injured, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's going to be able to come back. 
He's four games short of 300 wins. I would really like to see oh. him get to 300 wins. Now, playing for Buffalo, that's not four games. That's going to be probably 10. Two years. 10, 12 games to try and get four wins. But I'd really like him to come back and be able to play and get those four wins. I yeah. really would. All he needs is four strong wins. That go blowing? Seven Cs? Okay. okay. <clears throat> I don't know the reference, and I don't really want. Four strong wins. It's a song. I figured. Yeah, I would like Matt Murray to be more reliable. He has been in the last little while. We'll just see if we can continue to be so. Just he seems to happens be. to miss uh, a lot as, of as games. As long as he doesn't get the tummy tum, what was it? Tum tum ouchies. Tum tum tummy tum ouchies. So hard to keep up with your tum, colloquialisms. Tum, tums. <laughs> oh. Anything else you want to talk about with the centers? We we sort of glo- yeah, there's been so things. many games it's really hard to try and Eugene find. Melnick is on the news today saying he wants to fight the restrictions for arena attendance. Yeah, good luck with that. Go huge, go. Good luck with that. He's thinking about having a convoy, have a great big convoy and trucking right downtown. <laughs> See, I'll pay for the trucks after. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, if you don't if you don't have the rest of the other teams online with you, I just don't see it going anywhere. They so. do, oh, the teams are online. Oh, they're using him as a scapegoat. For oh, yes. Yeah. Why? Because... M- so MLSE has been obviously in significant contact with the provincial government. They have lobbyists because it's all Bell Rogers. And mm-hmm. so they've say, got lots big of Big media companies own the MLSE. So. But because it's a controversial argument, they're letting Eugene take the take the brunt of this. Eugene also also isn't an idiot when it comes to, to biology and science and this stuff. Yep. I mean, this is his industry. Yep. Now, when you're saying, and I'm not downplaying anything, it also comes to your level of... Risk tolerance. Comfort risk tolerance. However, the government needs to protect us from the weakest link and the dumbest person. Well, especially the latter part of that. Yep. Even if it's the government's daughter. <laughs> well, the premier's daughter, yeah. Well, she's government. He's government. Um, so I get that. But, and he knows, like the, the restrictions going back, because I think we're going back to 50%, which is less than where we were pre-Omicron. Hospitalization's been okay. Those that have been hospitalized, granted they've stopped broadcasting this for God knows what reason, but hospitalized in ICU tends to be the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. So of the population of people that are going to the rink that have been vaccinated, hopefully boosted, the risk to them is Fairly low, especially if you're going back to the 50%. And even more, especially if you're not selling concessions. Well, the risk of hospitalization to them, yes. Okay, fair enough, yeah. That's right. The risk of hospitalization to them. Of Yes. Fair yes. enough. And with, um, again, we didn't know what Omicron was, so I think we're a little bit proactive in that case. And I'm fine with that. Because, mm-hmm. again, you're talking to the guy that's not left his house. I think I've left four times this month. I've left my place four times fine. this week. It's only Wednesday. <laughs> you're no, you're my number one exposure risk, to be honest. Even yes, but he man here already had it. <laughs> you you realize you realize how careful I am. Yes, very much so. But I, at this point, like I don't think we're going to get it at some point. It's just good if we don't all get it once. Yeah, true. That's the one thing COVID has shown for Canada is that our healthcare system was already in crisis. It cannot handle a pandemic like this. 
which is why well, that's we, we haven't had immigration in two years. Well, I mean, that, that's why we have to cause all these restrictions because oh, you can't through. overload the healthcare system. Where Correct. <laughs> we collapse. It collapses, right? So, so Something, awesome. something's going to have to give. Yeah. So, so, so it, I'm fine. Like, yes, you can publicly lobby and that's fine because it's this huge. Yeah. And I, I'm okay with that. And all, some of the decisions just haven't made sense. No, but. No, but we have to protect ourselves from the stupidest Stupid. among us. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. And now also when you say, like, okay, restaurants are going to open in two weeks, it's like, why, why are we, if you deem it safe, let them open when they're ready to. Well. Some, I, some might be, some might not be. I was going to say, it's up to them. They don't have to open if they Correct. Don't. Yeah. There's actually one restaurant in Ottawa, and I apologize. I didn't, I saw an article about this, and I didn't write the restaurant's name down, and <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't, because it was a very cool story. When the shutdown happened, rather than laying his staff off, the owner of the restaurant said, well, we're still going to be doing takeout, but I'm not laying anybody off. What I'm going to do is I'm going to use my staff as delivery people. Mm -hmm. Rather than sending the money to all the food delivery companies that take somewhere between 20 and 30% gross. If not more. If not more, more, because people think it's convenient. I'm going to use my staff as the delivery people. Mm-hmm. And that way, all the money stays with us. Yep. And I, that's brilliant. And, yeah. I, and I apologize. I don't remember the name of the restaurant. But I thought, oh, right. You know what? You thought this one out. And mm-hmm. good it was Wellington you. Diner. Is that who it was? No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. 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 He just wanted to stay open. He just, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, that's one of the um, <clears throat> idiots among us. Uh, yeah. I, I feel bad for restaurants. It's a tough industry. To they, it's right a now. tough industry, and then this cold, like they've COVID t- crap. They've like, taken it the yeah, and the entertainment industry too. Whether it's hockey mm-hmm. or whether it's cinemas or live theater or live music or whatever. Yeah, it's a little less hard. It's a little harder to feel bad about an NHL team, but than say a local restaurant, a local but, restaurant, or or the Ottawa Sixty Sevens. I mean, that's yeah. a much smaller, much smaller budget that they're running on. Or yeah, for, like for the, for the Sixty Sevens, like that level of. Sport, good. for whatever reason, I'm watching Cheer on Netflix. Like, I don't know why. But these are like high school level kids, right? Mm, yeah. And so all of a sudden, your high school career, CHL's big for it. That's it. So without knowing it, a lot of these, these, these kids have played their last professional or, or high level hockey game. Mm-hmm. And they do not have the chance to do it again. No. Not unless they go to university, but yeah. it's not the same level of competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but welcome to the world of a pandemic. It's not like this Correct. was planned. Yeah. And now the other it thing, was. It was a pandemic, remember? Pandemic oh, right. Was, yeah, that's the other part I don't understand. It's like you say, well, the vaccines don't work. It's like things friggin' change. Well, it, it's actually kind of unfortunate that it was called a vaccine. I know why they did, because that was the intent. And I guess it did work fairly it well against works the original. Against alpha, yes. The original, but. You know, Science changes. It's, it's not like the measles vaccine. It's more like it's pro- always been intended to yeah. prevent hospitalization. It was never preventable. It was never to prevent you from catching it. It was to keep the symptoms mild. Yeah, they never figured it out. Well, and they still have. Well, it. they it's also surprised. said it was like ninety percent effective against hospitalization. Yeah. Against hospitalization, yeah. Oh, is that what they said? Yes, uh, I think it actually probably could do well against the original. But it did. The damn it thing. did. It, it did. really did. But I mean, welcome to the world. Luckily, of- I think Omicron's killed off Delta because there's not enough hosts for Delta anymore. 
<laughs> that, that's what it. That's, I know. That's yeah. the nature of viruses. It's yeah. fascinating stuff. And now there's another one. Oh, yeah. and there's another one that Delta and Omicron had a baby. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. It's fine because we haven't heard of it again. Yeah. So it's, it'll it'll be around eventually. But yeah, so then it just we weakens out. Like what? Good, good. But don't just because you had the two shots and then you're like, well, it doesn't work. Did you watch the it's Netflix like, show? Don't look up. Yeah, that was great. Oh my god, that ending was fantastic. It's, it's a, it's a it's Netflix a movie. movie called Don't Look Up, and uh, I think it was out in theaters too. No. Is it, is uh, well, maybe production? I don't know. It's a Netflix production, I think. Leo's in it. Yeah, and basically the idea is that these two astronomers, whatever, they discover a, a comet, a new comet, and then they realize it's about to hit Earth in six months. And everybody's Absolute doing satire. A, a okay. Satire, but like, oh man, they, they were definitely playing on modern day events, mm-hmm. and it was almost a little too believable how no one, everybody covered it up and. So the easy way to avoid the comet is don't look up. Yeah, that was kind of the where that oh. name came from. Great. They're telling you to look up because they want to look down at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All this kind of stuff. Anything else, Senators? Got a few points to talk about around Sure, right? yes. We can talk about them. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I don't have anything else, Senators, to talk about, but there's a few other things we can talk about. Sure. Um, this was. I, I tried to put dates on some of the notes that I put in here so that we would know roughly when it was. Now on the twelfth. Oh, I just started. Well, no, that's true. Yeah. Like I started jumping things in order by category instead of date. So. Oh, oh well. Well, I just bad, put dates on some bad. of the puts things I put in so I remember when it happened. Um, on the twelfth of January, Bowen Byram, who was the fourth fourth overall pick for Colorado, which was the pick that Ottawa delayed after we took Brady Kachuk, so we we delayed their pick one year, so mm-hmm. they got the pick a year later. They picked him fourth overall. He was scheduled to come back to play, and he was held out because he was saying, I just don't feel right after concussion in November. Hmm. So six, seven weeks later, mm-hmm. he was cleared to play, but he said, I can't. Wow. Yeah, he's got some mental health things going on. No, just some concussion oh, lef- okay, leftovers. Agree. And usually players are not like that. They're like, just put me in, coach. I don't yeah, care. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Let me play. Let me play. He yeah, said, nope. Well, he's also super talent, right? So. Yeah. I just so thought that he's was got the leverage that he can do that versus a grinder. But but good good on him for saying you know what yeah. you may say I'm cleared mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I'm saying I'm not and I thought that was a pretty gutsy thing to do for a young player to say I'm not ready yeah. to play. Yeah, of course this happened after I picked him up at my hockey pool. But. You're welcome. Uh, the uh, there's a there's a the next one on our list we can talk about him Evander Kane's contract terminated by the Sharks and he loses 22 and a half million dollars LOL his creditors are shaking in their boots how did they con- how did they terminate the contract Co- COVID protocol I think is what I think it was co- it violated COVID protocol in so the he AHL had COVID- or NHL both so some from if I recall correctly this was a while ago um, if or so he was COVID positive so obviously in protocol, somehow made it to Vancouver. Wasn't allowed to travel there. Went to Vancouver because he was in San Jose. He was expected back to the AHL on December 26th, and he just rolled in on January 6th. Mm, goodbye. Yeah, so his contract terminated. 22, again, in his situation... He wouldn't see a dollar of that $22 million. What the hell? 
Right. Yeah, but now his creditors won't either. Now. No, well, he's apparently going to sign shortly. Now, if he does sign shortly. Two negatives make a positive, right? Well, no. The way I was going was, has he declared bankruptcy? Not yet. So. Just the Michael Scott way. Just went into a room and declared it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Because your, your creditors have to. Oh, my God. Not that I know anything about this. The creditors need to accept your bankruptcy proposal. Aha. And they're thinking. So they're like, why am I holding off on this? I'm just going to garnish 95% of his income until I get made whole. So why? Currently, his income is zero. Why would I accept his proposal when there is future income pending? I can just keep correct. Mm. So this is where my my original assumption was he was trying to get his contract canceled. Then declare bankruptcy and then go to the KHL. When he goes to the KH, if he were to go to the KHL, the money's all in Russia. The the, the adjudicators, the, the creditors have no claim to that money because it's now in Russia. They have no ability to garnish wages outside North Correct. America. Especially because okay. Russia is going to laugh at Americans right now. Yeah. Well, like um, they do the rest of the world. Correct. Uh, okay, so, so if he signs in Edmonton... Now, if he signs in Edmonton, granted, it's not in the U.S., but that's okay. Yeah, uh, ish. 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 Can I get paid off short? <laughs> paid in Bitcoin. <laughs> Maybe not. I, I think so. I think it was a football player that asked to get paid in Bitcoin. Yeah. Football or basketball? Yeah, so the answer is no. Yeah, no. Here's your you can but do whatever I think you the wish to do actually with it. Accept Bitcoin as payment because it's Silicon Valley. Yeah, you can do whatever you want with the money. Here's your money. You can do whatever you want with it, yeah. but we're not paying you in that. You can invest it however you wish. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting into your schemes. No, some of the owners want it too because they're the tech guys too, right? Well, we'll see how that turns out. It was one of those interesting scenarios that's still going on. I was lost in the whole banking side of things, like for his bankruptcy and everything else. If you were, well, whether you're the Edmonton Oilers or not, we'll just say if you're the Ottawa Senators. That's my two negatives make a positive because the Edmonton Oilers are such a tire fire. You might as well just take this other giant tire that's on fire and throw it into the pack. Because maybe they'll burn the, their tire fire out? Correct, to the point where the, the smoke will It's like when your farm, your, your field's on fire, you have to burn back the other way no, to no, stop the up, spread? Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you want to make a fire it's break. Going to yes. be, it's either going to be incredible and work really well, no, or, I can't it's, see that or it's going to make it that much worse. It'll be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work. If you think Dreisaitl was pissy before? <laughs> <laughs> pissy. Well, we'll see how that, we'll see how it goes. It's it's one of those cases where he's a bit he's the NHL equivalent of Antonio Brown. Really? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Uh yeah, I think Antonio Brown's got more deeper issues. Well, yes, but he's a brilliant talent with a whole lot of baggage. A whole lot of baggage. And do yeah, you want to take all that if, crap and if, issues and everything else cuz I think I believe in Kaneism too. Judging by the way he's lived his life thus to this point. No offense intended. Is that ego versus Antonio Brown that's just absolutely a mental health issue? Hard to Uh, say. Hard to say. I mean, you you can argue that one either way, and I'll give you that. Ego narcissist. 
I'll give you which that. Which is a mental issue. But, I mean, they're, they are similar situations. And where they end up, like all the towns in the world held back by themselves. They are their own biggest issue. So whether somebody wants to take on that kind of talent and all those issues, hmm. we'll see. If I if, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, good idea. Just, just don't pay me. <laughs> Can I stay just, in this hotel? Yeah, just, just put, put, put my money in their account. Yeah. Put it in my tab. <laughs> That'll go well. That'll go well. How do you keep getting tabs? <laughs> there have been some interesting Lady hirings. Lady my kids in college. There have been some, some interesting hirings yes. in the front offices of teams of late. Yes, I think it's fantastic. The Montreal Canadiens have named Kent Hughes, who is a player agent for Drake Batherson and Nick Paul, um, as their uh, the 18th, team, 18th GM in team history. He's a bilingual Anglophone from my hometown of Beaconsfield, Quebec, which is in the West Island. Hmm. Um, I think it's a very interesting move because he's a bilingual Anglophone. That's bold. That's bold. Good job on getting the best person qualified for the role. But, I mean, it's an interesting move because he's a player agent, so they're taking somebody from that side of things, not somebody with a lot of hockey ops experience, somebody and basically from the other side of the table pull them over, and they found somebody who will fu- fulfill the criteria of you have to be bilingual. I think it's a very, very bold move, but I think it's also a very intelligent move. because. Yeah, but have, if he's a bilingual Anglophone, is he really bilingual? I resent that remark. In, Mon- <laughs> in, in Montreal, in Quebec standard. I think sure. in, Mon- in Montreal. In Montreal, yes. Sense. In Montreal, maybe not the rest of Quebec, but in Montreal, right. But absolutely. I think because he's born there and learned, I, th- I think they'll probably accept it. Yeah. He's, he's a Montrealer by birth. He's just from the West Island, not the East End. Big mm. deal. Um, I, I think it's a very, very shrewd move by them. And since they already have, um, the, oh my God, I just derped on his name. The guy who they hired as a VP of whatever it was, which was a very shrewd move. I think it's a like they're the guy built, from the Rangers. Yeah. I can't remember. His they're name. they're building up their front office well for a change. What's a front office? <laughs> you know that thing that that we don't have. Well, we have some. Just when the owner hires somebody else to do those roles. Oh, yeah. Rather than trying to do it all themselves. <laughs> Imagine hiring Pierre, Pierre McGuire and not putting him on media. Yeah. Well, they hired him for his smarts, not his media side, and I'm okay with that. What's he doing? Well, he was in Minnesota the other night with um, the GM at the Minnesota Montreal game. (laughs) Well, they were both there looking at. Well, there was it was rampant speculation on the radio the other day. It's like, were they looking at somebody from Montreal? Were they looking at somebody from Minnesota? So he's doing pro scouting. Who knows? Hmm, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They need all the help they can get on pro scout. Agreed. I'll agree on that one. So if that can, if he can help out with that, sure, okay. He should just do media once in a while. And uh, speaking of hires for front office people, the Canucks, the Canucks I've went the names up. off the board very well. They hired with the GM Patrick Alvin, who's a European, yeah, as their GM. Now he did he did work with Rutherford in Pittsburgh, so that's where. Really oh, okay, okay. So that's their new GM, and their new AGM is Emily Castonguay. I know that name. So she was also an agent. She's also a former hockey player, isn't she not? Uh, I don't know. She's a lawyer, okay. though. Oh, maybe right, not. Because he'd be a lawyer. I recognize um, the name. I just wasn't sure why. 
Castlegate is a pretty common name. M-E-D. Castlegate. And so is it me. Castlegate. And she was Alexis Lafreniere's agent. Yes. So interesting, because his contract's up, so she'd be cashing in. Well, she might still. Never know. Well, that's that's how much you have to pay the AGMs, right? Mm-hmm. True. Um, other thing. Other quick, so, quick points. Yeah. Very progressive. Well, so, well, I, well it's, pro- oh, it's progressive. It's very common any, anywhere else. But, but it's hockey. Nice. And what you said in, in Text Canuck, this is a shift to the old boys club. Right. Well, it will be. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, there's a woman here. Hmm. Now what do we do? Well, we've, I guess well, we've we'll just it. do our jobs properly. We've seen it in the broadcast right. world over the past few years. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a very, I think it's a bold move, and I like it. I hope yep. it, I hope it works for them. Just depends on how patient Perlini decides to be, because he's not, he's known as a, Ooh. isn't it the, the owner of the Canucks, Perlini? Pagula? No, Pagula's in Buffalo. He owns the Bills and the and the Sabers. I thought it was Perlini. I could be wrong. It's not Perlini. It's an Italian name. Perlini is not Italian. <laughs> I could be wrong. Anyway, <laughs> nice. Um, some some <laughs> Francesco Aquilini. Aquilini. Sorry. Aquilini. I was close. Perlini Aquilini. I was close. But yeah, it's the no, other it's, end of the friggin' country for crying out loud. It's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting yeah. to have. Change not just recycled same people with the well, same ideas. There's that. It's <laughs> it's actually somebody who hasn't had this job before somewhere else. See if yeah. Can, so th- not the old boys club. See, like really not the old boys club. On more weights than one, indeed. Um, the St. Louis Blues retired Chris Pronger sweater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, who went number one again? Can't remember. <laughs> uh. Was that Dagler? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's yeah, like, that was a, a Dagler no, reference. Nobody remembers who, who goes number two. Okay. Yeah. Good luck on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris Pronger, the guy who retired with concussion issues after giving so many to so many other people. and yeah. Two Spider-Man uh, while, and, while his jersey was being hoisted to the rafters in St. Louis, apparently elbowed Dean McCammon's jersey. <laughs> <laughs> During during the uh, broadcast of of the the particular ceremony, Jane McLennan said he was probably the greatest defenseman of all time. Interesting. Yeah. And He's certainly I, a good defenseman. I came up with a quick list of I'm going to dispute that. Yeah. I came up with Bobby Orr, Nick Lidstrom, Paul Coffey, Larry Robinson, Scott Niedermeyer, Ray Bork, and another St. Louis Blue, Al McKinnis. I'm sorry, they're all they're all better. They're all better. Different styles. Different styles. I think Jamie must have played with them too. Maybe. Now, the other thing is, of the names that you've named, those are all def- offensive defensemen. Larry Robinson? Maybe not him. <laughs> I don't think I was born. <laughs> Al McKinnis. Well, okay. Al McKinnis, Al McKinnis was, yeah, yeah, Al McKinnis was a power play guy. Fair, fair enough. Pronger did everything. True. Legal or illegal, he did everything. Well, he did everything, yes, including break a In lot Edmonton, of- he almost went on everyone. Um, <laughs> so, remember when I set the bar of... Sanford, or what's his name? The guy that we just got. That's Sanderson. Sanderson. And I'm like, yeah, he kind of looks like Pronger to me. It's like, and that's what I'm going to expect. No. <laughs> Get going, boy. 
Get going. Don't elbow people in the head. You're allowed. Don't to. elbow. Yeah, don't do that. But do everything. You're allowed else to be a do. very physical defense. Well, Larry Robinson. Yeah. You're allowed to be a very physical defenseman. Just don't elbow people in the head. Yeah. Don't go cruising at West Edmonton Mall. Uh, sure. Yeah. You okay. went cruising there. Wow. Okay, that I forgot that story. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Um, a sad note. Just a few. Just last week, uh, Clark Gillies, uh, who who died unexpectedly and rather suddenly at 67. He won four consecutive cups with the New York Islanders in the 80s. Four. That's wild. Eh? Yeah. Playing with Bossy, Troche, and Potvin. It's like, wow. He, he was on a line with Mike Bossy and Brian Troche. It's like, <laughs> when was the last time we saw a line like that? Well, that when Crosby and Malkin played together. But holy smokes. Like, <laughs> Kunitz. <laughs> that's, that's a, well, Clark like, Gillies. Is he the Kunitz? <laughs> Clark Gillies could score, but he was also a bit of a goon. Like, so he was. He was. Like, t- he, was no, he was real. He was tough, but yeah. holy smokes! Like that. I mean, four consecutive cups. I, I, I was, I was reminiscing. I was like, I remember that. I got. I was much younger at the time. But guys, eighty to eighty four. I think. Yeah, when the when the Islanders were just on a pedestal, like mm-hmm. there was nobody who could touch them. And and, I and mean, then my, Edmonton took over. And then Edmonton took over, but Is I it, mean, they played each other in the Islanders' last finals. I think. <sighs> Or was the finals or just in the playoffs? I can't remember. And the others just killed them. Finals. Because there's a story of Gretzky walking by the dressing room. Seeing, seeing what, you know, they were all in there. They were too tired and too beat up to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But Bossy, Trotche, and Pot Family. That's just three of the players off that team. Three legendary names to go with his. Holy smokes. Um, last night, last night, two nights ago, Keith Yandel set the new Ironman record. Mm-hmm. Taking over Good from... Oh, I can't remember the name. Name from two episodes ago, I believe. Doug Jarvis. Jarvis. I remember talking about him two episodes ago. <laughs> you didn't know who he was. No, so I was like, okay. <laughs> Former hat. No, that, that's impressive, especially in the fact that I think it was back when he was in Florida. And it must have been Quenville. Wanted to healthy scratch him to start the season, I think it was. Mm. And the players went like, you can't do that. You can't do it. Well, good on the players saying, no, you can't do that. Yeah, because he's played straight since 2009. Yeah, 965 consecutive oh, games. Wild. 900. Wild. Yeah. It's crossing into three decades. That's wild. I mean, good on Like, where, where were you in 2009? I don't think we were a thing in 2009. We weren't a thing in 2009. We started in 2011. Wow. <laughs> and we've missed many weeks. <laughs> yes, for sickness, among other reasons. Me getting stuck in traffic and snow. Well, that was a few years ago, but that was fun. You got the ghost episode, yeah. The ghost episode, too. That was, what? Ten years ago. Two? Yeah. Was season one. Season one? I think okay. so. Oh, how time flies. Uh, other quick notes from around the league. Timo Meyer scored five goals in a game. Yep. Incredible. <clears throat> five. And they were all beauties. It's a good thing Joe Thornton wasn't on that team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what he might have told him to do. Um, at the Winter Classic on the 1st of January, it was minus 6 degrees Fahrenheit. I have to calculate that into Celsius. be about minus 20-something, I believe. Um, hey, Google, what's minus 5 Fahrenheit in Celsius? Minus 5 degrees Fahrenheit is minus 20.556 degrees Celsius. There we go. Minus 21. Thank you. Um, it turns out that the ice system was actually heating the ice. That's amazing. Not cooling it. That's Why? Because the ice was so cold. They actually had to heat it up to make it better to play on. Interesting. Yeah. 
Who knew, who knew that the system could heat it? <laughs> Pop it in reverse. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty cool thing. I, like, I didn't realize a refrigeration off. system can heat. All right. Didn't know that could be a thing, but there you go. You just plug this hole with your finger. And the last note we have, I th- I don't remember where this was, but the Vancouver trainer Seattle. was in Seattle. Yeah. Okay. I had a Very cool game. story. There was a, a nurse practitioner or a nurse? Something or a student or something she like was, that. Yeah, she was no, sitting. She's a medical student. Okay, she was sitting right behind the bench. Yeah, and noticed there was a uh, mark on the neck of the Vancouver trainer and said, "You need to look at that." And it turns out that it was cancerous. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't really paid any attention to it. Neither had any of the team medical people. Yeah. So, very cool moment for someone to actually go, "Hey, you know what? <laughs> I know you're the opposing team, but you need to get that looked at." Very cool moment. Yep. I thought that was an extraordinary thing to do. I, I also thought, yeah, great story and everything like that. I thought it was kind of funny, though, that the Kraken and the Canucks um, combined a collection to pay, I think it's five or $10,000. I think it was ten, maybe five. I can't remember it. It's a fairly small amount to her medical school program that she's in now. Great, nice and everything. What's the rent in Seattle? Pretty high. Five yeah. to ten thousand. Five to ten grand. Yeah. Yikes. Which is crazy. Insane. Welcome to Seattle. Ooh. We have several emails. We do. Do right. you want me to read the first one? Yeah. Because some of them were grind gears, but here's yeah. one. And most of them were build collections. Yeah. Zencaster, your payment is overdue. Zencaster, <laughs> your problem with your payment. <laughs> Zencaster, update your credit card. That's or, why we're, we're recording in you. person tonight, because we haven't settled with Zencaster yet. <laughs> Uh, CB Inc. emails us. He's got a tax question for if we have anyone that's a tax expert. Definitely not. Uh, CB Inc. says, I have a friend with a question. How will the new staycation tax affect his next trip to a certain capital city? My friend is thinking maybe March or April, and this friend is wondering how this will affect things. If only someone could answer a tax question for me. A staycation tax? Yeah, I think, like... Is Ontario doing so, some sort of Well, thing? CB Inc. is out in Toronto. Yeah. So if he rents a hotel here, he can keep his receipt, claim it in, and we get a tax credit. Oh, okay. So it's a tax so credit. It, yeah, yeah. Okay. For vacationing within, within, within yeah, for the province. Or province. Or I think it's within province. Oh, within province. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't heard of this. Yeah. The, the, the federal conservatives said to do that within Canada. And of course, it got scaled down to Ontario when the huh. conservatives lost badly. Okay, I hadn't. I hadn't. I honestly what hadn't the heard of it. You suck. I staycation. Well, but I stay. I staycation for free. So. Yeah, I'm lucky that way. Yeah. So it's a way to kind of generate. It's like, well, why don't I just go to like I? I might do this too, but just for for myself to get a break after my busy period. I think I'm just going to go to the Brook Street for a night. Ah, okay. Just relax somewhere where yeah, you. Yeah, because I don't want to travel out or like on the train or Hilton Lake, maybe. No, I better not. <laughs> <laughs> you see, if it was, if it was, me, but I don't want to touch the chips either, yeah. right? So, if it was me, rather than those two, I would be going to Montebello. If it's true. open, that'd be a nice one. Yeah, yep. because that's that's a truly relaxing spot for me. I've been there a couple of times. He needs lights to entertain him. That's though. true. It's yeah, not it's again. Not once the Wi-Fi goes out, I'm done. Yeah, it's not modern enough. Mm. For our listeners, the the Fairmont Shadow Montebello in Montebello, Quebec, it is beautiful. It is the world's largest log cabin. Yep, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and so it's it's, it's very rustic. history in there too, right? Well, it was started as a private club, the Seigneury Club, and um, one of the members of the here's here's a little bit of history for you. One of the members of the Seigneury Club was the 
president or very high mucky muck in the CP. And they actually built a rail spur off the CP line to get the red cedar logs from BC to the site right. to build huh. that building. And it's a three-story with three-story octagon is the central part of it. And then mm-hmm. there are wings off with the rooms on it. And it's all built out of red cedar. And it's an yep, absolutely gorgeous yeah. And spot. that fireplace is just incredible. Oh, it's great. There's nothing quite like sitting around that fireplace with a drink in the evening and having the resident dog come by and say hello. His name yep. is Monty. He's mm-hmm. a golden retriever and he's very well trained. He's absolutely spreading COVID. <laughs> but it is a it's wonderful, the it's a wonderful, wonderful spot to just sit around with that monstrous fireplace and relax. Yeah, that that'd be that'd be where I'd go. But that's a good choice. That's a good choice. <laughs> that's just me. Anybody? Hey, you want to come and stay somewhere different? Go there. Um, there's actually quite a long grinds my gears email. I should read it. Do you want to get into grinds gears now? We might as well. You know what really grinds my gears? I can read this one if yeah, you want. please. Okay. <laughs> I was kidding. This is <laughs> Nobody from, wants that. This is from uh, Cool Roo. Cool Roo. Cool I like it. Hey, gents. I currently and previously lived in Sydney, Australia, but I lived in Ottawa from 1994 to 2002. I was lucky to be in a position to take clients to Sens home games in our corporate box. At the time, however, if my clients were from Ottawa, they felt... Like they had been bad, and this was my way of punishing them. I didn't really know any better. All I knew was the game was amazingly fast and skilled. Well, the visiting teams were, at least at the start of that time. My gripe. I would like to go back in time and find the person who coined the phrase socially distant and introduce them to a dictionary. (laughs) I feel like they wanted to say, stay physically distant, but that felt it was too strong, and they went after a softer, uh, more woke version. (laughs) Until recently, socially distant was defined as to avoid social interaction with an individual or individuals perceived as different from oneself or belonging to a social group other than one's own. It's kind of what's happened, though. (laughs) I think that most of the world uh, had this pretty under control before COVID. And to the point, being socially distant while still being physically close to your posse is where we fell down initially and in wave two and wave three and wave N. Ironically, my social group has expanded at work. I now have virtual coffee catch-ups with people from other states and other Mm -hmm. time zones. Yep. Where previously this was just too hard, it has become much more the normal via Teams. If nothing else, I hope we have all learned to say what we mean. Cheers from Australia. P.S. I used to joke, what's the difference between an orange traffic cone and Lance Pitlick? The opposition has to go around a traffic cone, but I still love to, uh, I still love my time watching the early sets. (laughs) True. Thanks for reaching in. That's I've, good. Yeah. You would think that 98 to 2002 would have been heyday. The teams were great in those years. Mm, they were becoming good. They were becoming good. 98 was still... That was a buff... We were making playoffs at that point. We, had, we? we were just starting to, but it was still... People still had the hang-up of the team being really bad. Okay. There was a lot and of... And now it's just cool to say that the team is bad. Yeah. Um. Well, Well-written email. I, I like the whole dictionary thing. Well done. We got a voicemail too. Oh, do we? Do we? Oh, yeah. It's somewhere back there, yeah. Yeah, I'll play it. Okay. Hey, guys. You know what grinds my gears? Going on to the old Twitter and someone comes up with something and says, Labat 50. That's it. That's the tweet. Hmm. Or something like that. Just something vague. And then that's it. That's the tweet. <laughs> so that's what grinds my gears. That's it. That's the message. <laughs> was it Russell who tweeted Labat 50? No, yeah, oh, probably. using that as an example. Oh, okay. Oh, when they say, that's it, that's well, the tweet. It'd be like, yeah, Brady Cutchuck, that's it, that's a tweet. 
Yeah. Okay. Like, click, click, yeah. boom. That's that's a terrible tweet. Or, or on the weekend, it was uh, Jake Allen. That's it. That's the tweet. Oh, was it? Did they get killed? <laughs> they end up losing, but didn't he get hurt? Uh, Who knows? From Montreal? Did he get hurt? I have not sure. Did I say that right? The quarterback, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Sorry, oh, okay. not Jake. I was going to say Jake oh, Allen. Jake <laughs> Allen is the goalie. <laughs> Josh Allen, quarterback for what a fr- What a game. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I know nothing about football. So, what, what else? We'll go to what? Grinds my gears? Okay. Coin tosses, deciding games? For, the first one is, you know, getting COVID three days before you have to travel. Um, <laughs> behaving for so long. So many. That's... All those games in December, I sold all my tickets. I wasn't going to go. And it turned out that the rules were taking care of it for me. But there's, I was purposely locking myself in. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, but NFL, overt- overtime rules in the playoffs. Dumbest. I've seen it dumbest. every time. And usually it's an exciting game where it's offense, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. Let's go to overtime. Coin toss. Whoever wins coin toss wins the game. Ten and one. And I know you're a Green Bay Packer fan, and you've seen this happen because I've seen it happen to the Green Bay Packers three times where Aaron Rodgers in the past has come back miraculously, tied the game, sent it overtime. The other team wins the, the coin toss. Win the game. Never gets a chance to play in the field. Ten and one. The coin. The team that wins the coin toss is ten and one in the in overtime in playoffs. And not to give the CFL credit. But the CFL rules is at least they get a shot. Everybody gets a shot from the other team. Yeah, because mini game is that's yeah. and that's how they speed it up. Yep. Now, can you imagine in baseball, like, oh, we're going to extra innings? Okay, coin toss. Oh, okay, your your team's at bat, your team's at the field, and someone hits a home run. Okay, game over. Yeah, well, it's actually even simpler in baseball. Instead of oh, win a coin toss, get a home run. No, no. As soon as you go into extra innings, walk off home run. You hit a home run, game over. Yeah. Don't even, like, yeah. whoever's up first, because you're the top of the inning, that's it. You don't get to play the bottom of the inning. Yep, exactly. Ridiculous. It's, it's, we don't settle games with a shootout in the playoffs in the NHL. You do that during the regular season because you have time constraints and so on and so on. Right, Fine. but it, this would also be like shootout first goal wins. It would be kind of like having a shootout, the first goal wins, <laughs> well, yeah. and you yeah. don't get to, the other team doesn't yeah, get so a chance. Yeah, so the first guy goes in, scores, and it's over. That's true. Well, yeah. the goalie's supposed to save it, so. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I agree with you. And it's not because I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. I just think it's a dumb rule for the playoffs. I've, I've seen it too many games now. Yeah. Well, 10-1. No, Pan was texting me. So what's the overtime rules? And it's like, whoever wins a coin toss wins the game. And it's like, okay, Kansas, <laughs> Kansas City, whatever gets the, yeah, okay, they're going to win. I'm like, bump, bump. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Like I said, like I said. Yeah, fair enough. What a well, weekend for NFL. It was crazy. It was a Those great are four weekend of games. games like, that went right down to the wire. Was it Buffalo, well, the one that they didn't give the breath the ball or something like that? Dallas. Dallas. That was Dallas. the week before. Yeah, that was in the wild card series. That was incredible. Because especially as a fan who has no idea what's going on, I'm like, what the hell is the ref doing? Why is he interfering with He's the play? trying to get to the ball. Yes, Dallas mismanaged the time, but... That was stupid. Why was the ref like moving the ball back and no, forth? No, he has to sec- touch it. He I know, but he moved, he moved it back. That, and that forth. was dumb. That was stupid. Like they review everything else, and they're like, "Please add nine seconds to the clock." And they review it like, "Please add two seconds to the clock." First down. Like they could have just like, "Please add one second to the clock." I mean, it seemed like but then the, the team was ready. The team was ready. Yeah, that they- that reset was weird. But I had no idea what the hell he was doing. Yeah, but when, when, when you watch the re- it was a bad play call. Bad play call, but and Dak ugh. Prescott didn't hand him the ball; he handed it to his center, which he shouldn't have done. So, well, I don't know. 
Poor play there. Uh, what grinds your gears? I'm pointing at Ben. There's your list. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how to where to even begin with this one. <laughs> so you, you know when you have like a cable and internet provider and you just you're beholden to them you, because you, you have get, everything with oh, them. Yes. <laughs> Granted, well, I can't, so I I had the old the old cable system, and I didn't really want to change it to a night because of the delay. It's, it's TV over internet. As opposed to uh, oh, opposed coming directly to the coax. Yeah. So I would to the TVs? constantly spoil sports for Canuck. Constantly. Well, were, no, I just thought... I, I Well, you don't check your phone, which I've I, learned I've, very quickly. Don't n- no. Like, if we were watching a game, and you know how he would be like, Kachuk! Because Kachuk scored, right? I'd be like, oh. i look up, and up to 30 seconds later, I would see it. Oh, okay. Okay. It's kind of <laughs> like if you're watching on TV. The or the, Cup sorry, champions! The, oh. <laughs> so in case I, I've quickly learned that even if I f- hear the beep beep, just wait to look at it because it could be anything. It may not be goal related or whatnot. Um, that, that if I want to experience fire. it, if I don't care, then yeah. whatever. But yeah, if it was a very important moment, like I don't need I to look and read my phone, right? Exactly. So, so you're having trouble with. So well, I'm I'm also having trouble with my internet. So I've gone through three routers. Maybe it's not the router. Five coax cables. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now they found they found the issue, so the guy did. Did minutes. you have your cable modem plugged into this? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> we had us. We've no, had some no, technical no. issues this evening, so <laughs> Canuck is going to be doing some really good stitching together of this podcast because we've had some problems from time to time. No, it's been okay. He's going to have a lot of swears to dig out too. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> so and my 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 internet has just not been reliable, which is. Terrible for work from home. I was going to say, your working from home thing must be affected by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it drops three times in a 30-minute call, it's not fun. I imagine it's not. So anyways, so the fourth technician comes on Friday. Saturday. To maybe fix it? So they, they identified the issue. Is that they were supposed to come today, but it was working. So I'm like, you just, and I'm just doing this through Twitter DM, which is so much better than calling people. Is it? Oh, it's so much better. It might take you a little bit longer to get the conversation through, but then you just get it done. Um, <laughs> Introverts. <laughs> I'm on too. I'm on no, too. So. It's, <laughs> it's, I, t- I talk to people all day. I don't really have the time to. And no, I, just, I, I get it. I don't I'd rather I, just write it and then you also have everything documented. Yeah. So I might be going up for escalation for some sort of refund and compensation. Um so, so I've got all of that fixed, but as I'm moving my TV to ignite my internet, I think you said is eight times faster. Yeah. Cause I went from 150 to, to a gig. Like, yeah. So it's roughly eight times faster and it's $40 less a month. Yeah. Less. Yep. Oh so yeah. I'm if you don't check in with less. these telcos. It's ridiculous. Not, yeah. My cell phone plan, I think I'm saving... $30 a month. I went from 10 gig to 50. Yeah. Wow. What the hell? True. You got to keep on top of this. Like I just got my daughter signed up with uh, Fido and uh, long story short, she, she's on a $35 a month plus tax talk, text data, six gigs. Wow. Like that's pretty good. That is that's pretty good for bucks. Canada. Yeah. You actually probably bucks. get better, but uh, for, for here, that's, that's like, that's not bad. That's, that's not about, bad. I, I can't imagine it's that low. That's amazing. 
Wow. Yeah. So you're getting everything fixed on Friday, maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. It ha- it has been a little bit more stable. stable. I dragged you guys out here because I didn't trust it. Doesn't seem to have dropped, but like Drake Batherson getting hurt, missed it. Oh crap! I could hear it because at that point it's still tr- like it's it still had some data from buffering. Oh, but then it's just like connecting. It's like damn it! So I can hear it, and then like games would freeze up and stuff. Frustrating. If I was a football fan, and I told them like, if I was a football fan, you guys would be in big trouble right now. Yeah, we can imagine that. Yeah, just imagine getting frozen out of those games. Yeah, exactly. That'd be asking for it. So, so not not necessarily the la- or the service errors, even those are, those are annoying, but the fact that I'm saving a couple hundred bucks a 80, month, right? I think it's hundred and twenty dollars a month less because wow. you called them to get more. eight times the speed at home and forty more gig on my data plan. Yeah, nice. Which I don't even need the forty gig. I kinda... got it for hubris at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it because I can get it. That's exactly it. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Well, it's kind of like... like well, not even that because my work has a plan with them, which I think is BS because those things don't mean anything. But I went from like, I think it was forty gig for ninety dollars. I'm like, oh, I can give you fifty for eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. And why would so, you? Oh, because I didn't ask for it. Gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of like you know being a customer of a big bank and charge you I don't know like thirty bucks a month for fees, and you can find out you can get somewhere else for a lot cheaper. No, somewhere free. else is different. Yeah, because you won't you, you won't get the, the same level of of service and expertise for less than thirty dollars a month. So they say. So they say. You know. But maybe they come up with a cheaper plan, but they don't tell you. Same company. So yes, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. What guys? Not like- that I know anything about that, but anything there's something like that. I'm all well. Granted, now I'm not so much because they they made it like a cell phone plan. I'm like, I don't understand this, and that's why I don't know anything about these things. Yeah, but fair enough. That's something like after this, I'm like, yeah. In March, I'm learning it, and then <laughs> this is gonna be like, hey, let's call. And if you're proactive with this stuff, you do better. Like if Rogers be like, hey, here's your one year check in. You this really your need usage. to. You really need to yourself. Like every, every six year, months, or, six months even. Yeah, maybe. You might get a. You, you might, might get, get a better deal. It's friggin' stupidity. Yep. Yes. Well, they'd count on people not calling in. So Absolutely. Job. Absolutely. They sure do. Yep. They do. Fair enough. Absolutely. Their minds me. I'm going to call in about it's, mine. Yeah, it's twelve hundred dollars a year. I think. Can you believe this phone's three years old? You were so happy when I got it. I've had it for three years. Yep. I didn't even change. Who my are you phone. with? If you don't mind saying, tell us. Tell us. Okay. No, they're not a sponsor, so we can't manage. um what grinds my gears i think the first one has ground my gears within the past two years i'm not sure anymore it's the first one is vents with or sorry masks with vents in them let alone vents with masks yeah Yeah, and people are are, they they really like to wear them because it's easier to breathe i'm like of course it is because you can breathe out and it doesn't (laughs) keep anything inside you moron yeah, it helps you. Yeah. But it doesn't it help of, the point that we're being told to wear masks. It kind of defeats the purpose of wearing one, which is to keep all of your stuff in your mask, face, yes. whatever. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, so that one really does. Like, counterpoint, if everybody wore those, would it be better? But, like, but no, because you, then you have contact stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is advertising That's for companies who have the inability to pronounce the word Rito. Um, there's there's one company which Rideau, is Rido 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 the fact Rideau. that the fact that you're also accepting Rido 
I've heard that. Well, as opposed to rideau. Rideau, yeah. Well, it's it, that's the anglophone version of it. Still, the emphasis is on the first syllable, not the second one. Rideau Center. That one's been around a lot. There's a company that's oh, had I've a never. store there for a I've couple of years. I've heard it all. I don't even... Yeah. There, there's a company that's had a store and been advertising on the radio, and obviously they're not from Ottawa because it's taken them probably seven or eight ads to properly pronounce Rideau. Why don't you phone the people who work in that location and say, how do you pronounce this word? The Rideau Center. The, yeah, the Rideau Center. Rideau Center. No, it's re. It's Rideau. From the French word Rideau, from the Rideau falls at the end of the Rideau River, which was cited by Samuel de Champlain when he was exploring the Odouer River and looked at them and went, oh, look, it looks like a curtain of water. Hence the name Rideau, meaning curtain in French. There you go. Wow. And I just exploded Pan's head. I never knew that. (laughs) There you go. It's like me being from the Maritimes and calling the street downtown in the market. So it's a colonizing term? Dalhousie. Dalhousie. It's a colonizing term. No, there you go. Rideau. That's where it comes from. There you from. go. It's like, I like what it looks like here. It's mine now. Yeah. Leave. There you go. <laughs> no, no, no. He means great nation in Kanata is his name. <laughs> the third thing that grounds my gears, it, it may seem a little a little crazy but or a little petty or whatever. Normally when I go shopping, I take bags with me because I like to reuse them. And I don't like having plastic yeah. bags lying around because I never know what to do with them all. You can't I, recycle I, them. I, I, exactly. You can't recycle them. No, I have you can. Them. You can, can you now? Know? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> there's so many exactly you have so many of them so i try and take a bag with me all the time you don't have a bag of bags i do but i, for- <laughs> I actually forgot to put the the new bag of bags back in the trunk of the car it's yep. sitting in my kitchen i went shopping the other day and i went oh geez i forgot to bring one i need one bag <laughs> so at this particular store i needed one bag no big deal i said may i have one bag please they brought me a bag it was paper. I'm like, oh, this is nice. It's not plastic. I'm, I appreciate it. They charged you for it. Well, I, they were, oh, yeah. I was expecting them to charge me you know, a nickel. Mm-hmm. It's a dime. You went to Fireboys. Nope. nope. 33 cents. Well, you know. Or did you go to price. like Whole Foods in the <laughs> Glebe or something? Is, nope. Like, this is all Trudeau with the <laughs> supply nope. chain. And nope. COVID it was a big box store in the east end of the city. Oh, yeah. my gosh. One paper bag, 33 cents. And I went, you... Better be the best bag you've ever had. I was going to shove everything in my pockets. I'm going to come back and I'm going to return this bag. I I gave it to your cab. Did it say no refund? It did not say no refund. I would would like to return this bag, please. (laughs) Normally, I I would just throw things back in my cart. But I had only been in to pick up a very few things. I had one of the little plastic baskets you throw things into. Yes. So I can't carry that out to my car. Sure you can. You're not paying for 33 cents for the bag. I was in the basket for basket. 25. I was absolutely astonished. 33 cents for a paper grocery bag. I was not impressed. So that's Big what grinds my gears. Very interesting. No, not Orleans. Just Gloucester, actually. You have to tell us off. I will. I guess we're not going to get them as a sponsor, (laughs) nor tell us. You wouldn't want them. Manscaped. (laughs) You wouldn't want them. (laughs) Yes, Manscaped will email us. They want to be a sponsor. We need to tell them our demographics. So (laughs) mostly female. (laughs) Two of us are bald. (laughs) The other one refuses to cut his hair. (laughs) Yeah. So we're not really quite the demographic you're looking for. (laughs) I don't think it's the hair in your head they're selling. Oh, it's true. All right. We haven't actually spoken about when we're going to be back next. We forgot to do that before we started. And this is such a crazy time of year. We have no idea. We'll see in February. There's so many games going on that, I mean, we could, so be back, many games. we could be back in a week and talk about five, six games. So we may be, or we may talk. Rudos! We may be back in two weeks and just do a quick summary like we did this time. But maybe we'll have better news to talk oh, about at that point. The one thing. Hmm? 
Uh, I forgot to mention one. Kevin Fiala. I don't know if you saw that. Mm, question mark? So no. he plays for the Blues. He's like, oh, yeah. I say, I'm not looking forward to going to Canada at I all. did see that. It's like, yeah. So I was just going to go up there, do our work, get, get the hell out as soon as possible with all those restrictions. Calgary but, Flames, seven. St. Louis Blues, one. <laughs> <laughs> they got Thanks. smoked. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't enjoy it in Canada. <laughs> but NHL teams have their own restrictions, don't they? They live in a bubble anyway. Listen. He's just trying to be political. No offense to anyone in Calgary. Calgary's not fun anytime anyway. Oh, okay. I have yeah. no like, what are you going to do in Calgary? Oh, yeah. you can go to the steakhouse. In Alberta, yes, you can. What are you going to do in Canada? Nothing, and that's... Kind of the Mark Mathot reminds us every episode. Well, I mean, you've got all the typical suburbia stuff, but that's not what NHL players want to do, right? No. So they want to do something a bit more action than that. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, as usual, we'll play our next episode timing by ear, because we just don't know. In the meantime, drop by the forums, say hello, play some bingo. I got a bingo, yay. Because um, it makes a bad game more interesting and it makes a good game because the, the I think the record for the game yesterday against Buffalo somebody had 11 dabs in the first period <laughs> that's a fun game well one of them that's when things happen one of them was everything is happening so you know it okay. was <laughs> um, so it's like do something is do everything yeah drop by say hello until uh, we get back together on behalf of Canuck and Pan I'm Cardinal thank you all very much for listening we'll be back at some point good night see ya